This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Well, praise God. We're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, God wants us walking. Do you believe that God wants us walking in His giftings? Amen. And, uh, you, know, you know, the Bible talks about that we don't have natural weapons, but we have supernatural weapons. And, uh, and God wants us walking in uh, the supernatural. Do you believe that today? And, you know, Jesus walked in the supernatural. And then he taught his disciples. He actually taught them to go out and to go minister to people and to lay hands on the sick and to cast out devils. Amen. And those are two nat- uh, supernatural things. When you lay hands on the sick and see supernatural healings going forth. Has anybody ever prayed for somebody in here and see, and, and see God work and heal somebody? I'm telling you, it is pretty awesome to pray for somebody and actually see the power of God in operation. And it really, it just emboldens your faith. And it, and it comes, it, it really, be, it, it, the, in other words, the gospel, the truth of God's word becomes more than just us sitting like in a classroom on Sunday morning just hearing about it. But we're actually, actually experiencing it and walking in it. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? And I'm telling you, God is so awesome. When, when, when you start walking in the gifts of the spirit, it makes the, your faith go so much higher Amen. And, and I, I, I've seen the gifts operate in my life even before I became a pastor. I prayed for people and, and seen healings and, and God do things. And so it, it's for everybody. And I'm going to say this. When I started out, I started out nervous. When I prayed for somebody, I was like, is this going to work? Do you know what I'm talking about? And, so, you know, it's OK because, you know, you're not making it happen. It's God. Amen. You're just being a vessel of obedience. And so you can start off a little nervous. Amen. And you can be a little nervous and praying for somebody. But it's God. He gets all the glory because we don't heal anybody. It's God that heals. But God can work through us. You believe that today? So we're talking about the gifts of the spirit. And in 1 Corinthians 12, 1, if you want to turn there. Uh, Paul is talking about, he says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. So the whole chapter of, of, of 12, of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, a lot of the chapters talking about the gifts of the Spirit. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to read through this 4 through 11. And I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to recap a little bit on the, the gifts last week and then go into uh, the power gifts and, um, and God wants us walking in, in these things. Well, why, why am I preaching on this, you may ask? You know, isn't this just for preachers? Isn't walking in the power of gifts? And, no, it's for all of you. I'm going to say this. The gifts of the Spirit is not just for the five-fold ministry. Because the Bible says that believers... Can somebody say believers? Any believers in here today? Do I have any, do I have any believing believers? Because a lot of us are believers, but are we, what are believing believers? Believing believers are the ones that believe the word and do the word. In other words, put the word of God in action. And when we start putting the word, listen, when you start putting the word of God in action, whoo, man, are you hearing what I'm saying today? God, I'm telling you, your faith will go to another level. 
And so, so believers can lay hands on the sick and what? They shall recover. But God can operate through giftings. You know, we talk a lot about the power of Jesus' name. How many people know that Jesus' name is powerful? Amen. It is powerful. Amen. You know, I had somebody try to assault me one time, try to throw a rock at me. Can you believe me? Throw a rock at me? But, and, uh, and, and Yin was there and Yin said, no in Jesus' name. That guy took that rocking on. Dropped it. There's power in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? You know, some, uh, you know, just like, you know, if you understand the power of Jesus name, somebody could be trying to attack you. You use that name of Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you in faith? And that person can be arrested. The spirit that's operating through that person can be arrested. Do you believe that? And God can do the supernatural. So we have to believe that. Say, I believe that. Say, I believe in the power. Of Jesus. And so, you know, the Bible says in the end days, some people, you know, even the church, they will deny the power of the spirit. In other words, they will just come into church, but they will hear a good message that pumps you up. But they don't really believe that the power of God still works in miracles. But God still works in miracles. Amen. Why am I preaching on this? The reason why I'm preaching on this is because the Bible talks about that we need to earnestly desire the best gifts. Paul says earnestly desire the best gifts. So you have to have a desire for the gifts of God to operate through you. Okay. Number two, the reason why I'm preaching on this, because the gifts don't just they don't come through fasting. Amen. Some people say, if I just fast enough, I'll get the gifts. No, they come through hearing about them, studying them, and believing that you can walk in them. In other words, the reason why I'm preaching on the gifts, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you're going to start believing, maybe I can lay hands on the sick. Maybe God has a spiritual gift for me. Maybe, Maybe I can walk in a gifting. And it's a gift. It's something you don't work for. And so we're going we're gonna to talk about that. But let's just read this. In 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11, it says, There is diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. For, for the profit of all. So, so the gifts are, are given to each of us for the profit of all, for the entire body. For one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith, the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one of the same spirit works all these things, distributing each one individually as he wills. Amen. So so we see here there are giftings and we talked about it last week. There are actually nine gifts of the spirit and you can separate them into uh, three categories. And the first category is the revelation gifts. And these gifts uh, reveal something. And I don't know about you. But I want to I want God revealing some things to me. 
I, 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 you know, especially when I'm ministering to somebody, it, it, it's nice to have God reveal something, not so that you can gossip to somebody else about what their problem is, hello, but it's for you to help them. If you're a person that can't keep a secret, you probably won't get a gift of knowledge or wisdom operating in your life. Because you'd be telling everybody about it instead of helping them. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, if you're used to telling secrets all the time, then God's probably not going to be telling you a lot of secrets about people. So, so God wants to reveal the secret things. He wants to reveal these secret things so that he can reveal them to us for, for our edification and to help other people. Amen? And so, and so we, we look at the revelation gift. I'm just going to touch on it again because I, I, I believe the more I minister on the gifts, the, 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 the greater the possibility that we'll start operating in them. And I'm going to say this, you know, the Bible says that we're created for good works. How many people believe that? But most people has brought good works down to, you know, blessing somebody with money or helping somebody in their yard. And those, that's good works. That's good. But what about supernatural works? I mean, it's good to help somebody. Don't get me wrong. We should be helping people. But what about praying for people and seeing the supernatural work where they can see the glory of God in another level? Do you know what I'm talking about? When they will see the react. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm going to say this. When you when God starts revealing to you something about somebody that 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 they don't know how you knew about it, a secret about their life. And when God reveals it to them, what happens? They like, man, there must be a God. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Man, man, this guy doesn't even know me. And he knew what I did last night. Man, that's powerful. Why? It's to get them to a place where they're focusing, where they're looking back to God. Not to look at the person that's walking in the gift, but it's to glorify God. It's to point to God's glory. Amen? So the gift of the word of wisdom, I didn't hit on this last week, but in in all three categories, the revelation gifts, the power gifts, which we'll be talking about today, and the inspirational gifts, the revelational gifts, there's always one is that's the best. And in the revelation gift, the best revelation gift out of the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge and discerning of spirits is the word of wisdom. So, so if you want to ask for a gift, ask God to give you the word of wisdom. Why is that? Because the word of wisdom, it, 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 it's, a, it's a knowledge of God that he wants to reveal something in the future of what he wants to come to pass or what, what, what may can't come to pass in the future. In other words, the word of wisdom, God wants to prepare us. Can somebody say preparation? Because I, I don't know about you, as Holy Ghost people, as, as, God, as Jesus followers, we shouldn't be caught off guard when something happens. In other words, if we're walking with God, God will reveal things ahead of time. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? You know, um, my, uh, my, my wife came into church. This was when we were back at the theater. And, 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 and she heard the Lord say um, something about, that my dad wasn't going to be here much longer. As she walked in. And she just kind of blew it off and said, no, he's going to live until Jesus comes back. 
But it was like the Lord was revealing to my wife that my dad was going to go home to heaven. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And, you know, it, it may be hard, but God wants to prepare us. He wants us in a position where we're prepared and he doesn't want us to be caught off guard. God can reveal to you when a loved one is hurting. Why? So we can be prepared or maybe we can help them. God wants us operating in the supernatural. Amen? Not just, yeah, not just for our sakes, but for the sakes of others. So the gift of word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God concerning the divine purpose in the mind and the will of God for the future. So it's always future tense. Amen? And so, and so we need to understand that, that God operates and he will reveal things through that. Now, how does he do that? Well, you know, God can reveal something to us. He can actually speak to us in an audible voice. It's rare. It won't happen to too many people, but he can do that. He did that with Moses in the burning bush. He spoke to Moses about his calling and what what he wanted Moses to do for the future. And he wanted to deliver the, the, the Israelites out of the Egyptian bondage. God is saying that today. Through the gifts of the Spirit, he wants us to be deliverers. Are you listening to what I'm saying? He wants us to be in a position where we can deliver others out of the hand of the enemy. And I want to walk in those giftings. Amen. Uh, in, 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 the, in the book of Acts, chapter 9, uh, do you remember the story when Paul um, was, was on his horse? He was, he was uh, going to Damascus and he, he was in, in the process of, of delivering letters and putting people in jail. And this is where he thought he was serving God. And then remember, Paul got knocked off his horse. Some of us might need to get knocked off our horse every once in a while. What I'm talking about, our horse of pride, our high horse. Anybody ever heard that? You might need to get off your high horse. And so he thought he was doing something right, serving God, thinking that the Christian faith was, was a false you know, religion that was trying to destroy Judaism. But really what it was doing, it was completing you know, the covenant. Amen. And, and he got knocked off the horse, but he heard an audible voice. Amen. And, and, and that audible voice said to Paul, you know, you know, you know, you're, 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 why are you persecuting me? And then the audible voice, and then Paul said, who are you? And, he, and, and he said, Jesus. So, so God can reveal himself through an audible voice. He can reveal himself um, through a vision. He can give you a vision of the future. I remember that uh, this one pastor was going through uh, all this depression. And, um, and he, was just, he, he, was, he was actually assistant pastor, uh, assisting a, a, a pastor of a mega church. Uh, that was Chris Hodges. And he said that he was just, he, he was doing, everything was fine. His bills were fine. His money was fine. He wasn't in debt. It, it, nothing, you know, everybody was healthy in the family. But he was depressed. And he didn't know why he was so depressed. And, and so they went on their 21 day of fasting. And he fasted for 17 days on water. He, he went all out because he was thinking about really, you know, getting medical help for his depression. And, uh, and, so, and so the Lord gave him a vision of, of, of a church that he would be pastoring. Now he's pastoring a church, 
you know, uh, with, with thousands of people in it. He became a senior pastor. And, and, and God gave him a vision of what he was doing. And, and, and now he's doing the vision that he saw. Amen. And some of us, you know, the reason why we not, we're not so happy in our walk, because we're not really in that place called there yet. In other words, we're in a place, but we're miserable in it. Are you listening to what I'm saying? But God wants to give us some vision. He wants to show us where we need to go. And, and, and maybe it's a good thing you're miserable. Because hopefully your misery will push you into the deeper, deeper things of God. To where you say, God, why am I not happy? Because there's higher places for God to take us to. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? God wants to take us to higher places. You don't even know who you are yet. You don't even know the great things that God has in store for you yet. You may not, you, some of you may be called to preach full time and you're saying, no, not me. You don't, don't ever say not me. I said I would never pastor and I'm up here. Amen. I thought, you know, I made a, I made a, I would never be a pastor. You know, I thought I'd be an evangelist, maybe, maybe a, a, a teacher in the body of Christ, but I never thought I'd be a pastor. But God, God's the one that does the calling. Amen. And then God can give you a dream, a natural dream like Joseph and, or, or, and, 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 and reveal truth. Glory to God. Or he can, he can come through a vocal gift, through a prophetic word. Uh, I remember I was in a meeting. This was right before I went to uh, Bible school. And uh, I just, you know, I, I thought it was my idea to go to Bible school. I just wanted to go to Bible school because I just wanted, the main reason I wanted to go to Bible school wasn't to go into ministry, was just to get more of God. In other words, I was seeking after God. I wasn't seeking after ministry. I just want more God. Anybody in there that want more God in here? You know, that's why I'm in church today. I just want more God. Why? More God, like I always say, is a good thing. The greater understanding that you have of God, the greater peace you're going to walk in, the greater joy you're going to walk in, and the greater trust you're going to walk in. Because what is faith? Trusting God. Amen? And I don't know about you, but I want to know God. I want to know more about God. Because if I have a greater understanding of God, my faith will be in a greater place for me to walk out what God wants me to walk out. Are you listening to me this morning? And so, and so here, the word uh, 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 wisdom uh, can be conditional. I'm going to say that. God may, may reveal something to us. But it, 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 it can be conditional. And what I mean by that is, is that, it, let me give you an example. In 2 Kings 20, 1 through 6, we have the king Hezekiah, and he's sick unto death. And, um, and the prophet Isaiah comes in, and, and he has a word from the Lord. And he spoke, speaks to Hezekiah and says, get your house in order. Ooh, that's a strong word. Amen. And so, and so, because you're about to meet the maker, you know, you don't want a word like that sometimes. And so, you know, and Hezekiah wasn't satisfied. He wasn't like, oh, praise God. 
And so Hezekiah, you know, I'm going to paraphrase it. He, he, he turned his face to the wall and he started praying and said, God, you know, I tried to do everything right. And, and he cried to, out to God. And, 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 and this was a, a word of wisdom. God spoke a word of wisdom through the prophet. You're going to die. And then before the, the, the prophet Isaiah walked out of the kingdom, uh, God turned around and told Isaiah to tell him he has 15 more years. Thank God that the word of wisdom can be conditional. Amen. On the opposite side, if God is showing you some good things, it's conditional on our obedience to following him. God could be saying, I, I want to make you a millionaire, you know, so you can fund the body of Christ. But you're going to have to get faithful in the little. You're, you're going to have to start tithing and giving offerings. Oh, God, do I have to do that? Yeah, yeah, if you're if God's going to move you into a place where he can use you mightily because there is a there's in the Bible there is a gifting called the giver. And and and, and he may place that on some of you to be a giver. But if we if we don't start walking in obedience to what he's telling us today to do, then we may not enter into that ministry in the future. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And I, somebody, look at your name and say, get obedient. Ah, oh, boy, I'm telling you, it, it hurts so good, doesn't it? And Jonah, I love this because Jonah, uh, God raised up as a, a prophet to, to minister to Nineveh. And, and Nineveh had impending judgment on Nineveh because these people were doing a lot of evil things. And, and so God said to, to Jonah, go tell Nineveh that, that, that judgment's about ready to hit. I'm going to wipe this city out. And Jonah then hated, hated the Ninevites and did not like the Ninevites because they were a wicked people. And, uh, and so Joseph, uh, Jonah ministered to the Ninevites. And what happened? The Bible said that God relented, that God changed his mind in, 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 in judging Nineveh. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, God can give us a word of wisdom, but it may not always be. Come to, it can come to pass, but it may not come to pass. Amen? And so, and so we, we see that, so it can be conditional. The word of wisdom is used a lot of times to set people in ministry. Sometimes God will reveal uh, to, to you uh, that, that God's calling you uh, into the ministry. Amen? And he will confirm it through other people, amen? But he may, he may do that in the book of Acts in 9. Uh, there was a man uh, that, that God moved on, uh, a disciple, uh, and, and he was the one that prayed for Paul. And he, he revealed to, to, to this disciple, Ananias, he revealed to him that, that, that Paul was going to preach to the Gentiles and suffer many things. And so and Ananias was there and, and a word of knowledge came to Ananias and says, Paul, uh, this, this man, Paul of Tarsus, is, is blind. He's in the city and you need to go over there and, and pray for him. And, of course, Ananias said, this man's putting people in jail, God. And God said, that's OK. I'm turning him around. And this is what I love about God. It doesn't matter, you know, how bad your relatives might look. It doesn't matter what they're believing right now. God can turn around anybody. Do you believe that today? 
And God can turn anybody around. And, and his power, we just got to keep believing. Say, keep believing. And then the word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God concerning certain facts in the mind of God relating to people, places, or things. Amen. And this is, this is for ministry. Uh, in, in John 4, I talked about last week, in the Gospel of John, Jesus ministered to the lady at the well and revealed to her that she had, what, five husbands and the husband she didn't have or the, or the guy that she, she was living with wasn't her husband. Remember that? And so that, that made her, that woke her up. Like, oh man, this is a holy man. This is a prophet of God. He's telling me everything I've done. See, see, when you start revealing to people, you know, the secrets of their heart, they're going to know God is watching. See, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't think God's watching. A lot of people don't think, oh, you know, if I don't think about God, God doesn't think about me. No, God is always watching. The Bible says his eyes go to and fro, looking, you know, for those whose hearts are upright before him. He's always watching. So, so, so the, the gift of the word of knowledge, it's something present or in the past. God will reveal something present about somebody or the past. Amen. What they've done. Uh, I remember that I was listening to Brother Hagen and he operates in this gift. And, uh, and this guy came to church and he, I mean, uh, and, and Brother Hagin, when he prays for people, some people fall out. And this guy said to his wife, oh, he's hypnotizing people. He, he, I don't believe anything he does. And, 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 but he said, and, and the guy said to his wife, but I'm going to go just to please you. And, and the Holy Spirit revealed that to Brother Hagin. And Brother Hagin said, sir, you said to your wife, how would you like me to preach like that today? <laughs> you said to your spouse, you didn't want to come to church. And he said, sir, you, uh, you said to your wife that I hypnotize people. <laughs> I mean, that's bold. And you said to your wife that, that, uh, that, that you're just coming just to please her, that this was all fake. But, it, but God is revealing this to me to tell you that it's real. And that guy ran to the altar and slid in the altar and, and, and asked God and, and received Christ. <laughs> Are you hear what I'm saying? He ran. We might need some people running to the altars. We might need some people, you know, we might need that gift in operation. Discerning of spirits is a gift that, that gives insight into the spiritual realm. I, I didn't really go into it fully last week because it was at the end. But, but, but discerning of spirits, you can discern angels and demons. You can discern human spirits, good or evil tendencies. So, so you can, you can ha- God will give you a discernment or give you the ability to see into the spirit realm or to perceive in, in the spirit realm. What is this gift good for? It's good for casting out demons. <laughs> How many people want to cast some demons out here? No, I don't. I got one in my spouse that I want. No, I won't go there. But uh, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Uh, you know, but, but it's, it's a discerning. You want to be able to discern. Amen. And it's a great gift because you know what? When pe- some people get sick, not everybody is, is sick organically. What do I mean by that? It may not be something natural. It might be, they might be sick because there might be a sup- supernatural involved. It might be a demonic spirit Keeping them sick. Remember, Jesus would pray for people that had epilepsy and he would pray and it was a spirit. It wasn't just an organic sickness. But if you're operating that gift, you're not just praying for healing. You're praying for deliverance. 
I'm deputizing some of you today. I'm, 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 I'm giving you authority today to go cast out some devils. Say, I'm believing. Amen. And that's what, see, the devil shouldn't be running the church around. Can I say it again? No, see, the, the problem is that we're all, always dealing with our problems and all the, all the things the devil's trying to do to us. We can't even think about setting anybody else free. See, the devil's trying to keep you all bound up in your own problems. No, no, release those. Go, go, go set somebody free. Even if you're bound up a little bit. Paul preached and he had some he had some problems with his eyes and he was preaching the gospel and his eyes were running and they looked bad. But he said, God is a healer, you know. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you that? Amen. He, of course, Paul didn't stay in that state. God healed him. Hallelujah. So we will continue that 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 that, that gift works in Acts 16, 16 through 18. Uh, Paul came to. To this city, and um, and uh, he came to the city to minister. And there was a lady that was following uh, him and Silas around, Paul and Silas, and, and they were following him around. And the, in, in Acts 16, 16 through eighteen, this lady kept saying, "These are the men of God that teaches, you know, the, the from heaven, you know, uh, the way to heaven." Of course, she w- she was not doing that led by the Spirit of God. She had a demonic spirit. And then Paul, you know, had a revelation about three or four days later and cast that spirit out of her. Amen. Of course, he got thrown in jail for that. But uh, uh, because the owner had some clout with the authorities and and he owned her as a slave and she was making him much money because there are false giftings, too. The enemy can operate in some spiritual giftings. Amen. But there's a true and there's a false. And I want the true. Amen. And so we, we know that uh, I, I like this because when God starts revealing to you things in the spirit realm, it can embolden your faith. You know, Elijah, uh, uh, God was giving Elijah a word of knowledge. And um, there was this king, uh, King Ammon, what was was trying to come against Israel. And he was trying to set up, you know, uh, places to uh, to uh, attack Israel and and uh, Elijah God was telling him where they were at and so the king thought is somebody in my in my army telling the, 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 the enemy telling Israel where where we're at where we're camped at to try to attack Israel and they said no there's a man that uh, a prophet that's t- that knows everything you think in your bed and telling the king of Israel how would you like to know the plans of the enemy before they come again, before the enemy comes against you? How would you? Am I getting you guys excited a little bit? How would you like to have God reveal some, you know, the plans of the enemy before the enemy can move? And God's always revealing things, but are we always obeying? You got the Holy Spirit saying, don't go there. Don't do this. We had one lady I was listening there's one lady because because uh, because uh, this gift, uh, these giftings, these spiritual giftings, God will warn us not to do something. I remember this one lady was praying and the Lord told her not to go to this certain part of town. But she just claimed Psalms 91. How many people like Psalms 91? And she said, I got Psalms 91. But the spirit of the Lord said, don't go there. But she said, I have Psalms 91. So she went there and got mugged. Why? Because you listen, 
But she, she, she made it through. But she wanted to know why God didn't protect her because she stood on Psalms 91. Because Psalms 91 is a general scripture. Yes, it's a protection scripture. But, but the, when God gives you a rhema word, that trumps the, the, the natural word of God. In other words, the rhema word is God speaking to you, trying to warn you about something. So you can't just stand on a general word. You have to have the rhema word. Rhema is a spoken word of God. And she got mugged. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, we need to be, we need to be, you know, it's those that hear the Spirit. Those who are being led by the Spirit. What? They are sons of God. Glory to God. Amen. And so God will warn us and reveal things to us and show things to us. Amen. Ahead of time. Glory to God. And so in, in Kings, uh, Elijah, you know, that, that, that king of Ammon, I believe was Ammon. Uh, he said, let's go after Elijah. So they sent a whole army. And so they sent a whole army and Elijah's there and uh, with his servant. And uh, Elijah says, oh, my uh, his servant. Said, oh, there's a whole army. And Elijah says, be at peace. There's more with us than with him. And you know what? And then, and then Elijah said, Lord, open his eyes. And when he opened his eyes, there were chariots of fire. And there were angels all over the place. And I'm telling you, when you start seeing into the spiritual realm that there is more with you than with them, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I'm telling you, only one third of the heavenly hosts fell that day, there's still two-thirds intact. And then you got God Almighty. Because he can unplug the whole thing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? In other words, God is the creator. It doesn't matter if there was two-thirds that came against him, one-third left. There's still more with God, amen, than with the devil. But God is the creator. He's more powerful than the devil. He's more powerful than what's attacking you today. He's more powerful. And then what did God do? God gave Elijah a gift of faith, and he, and, and he spoke the word, and that whole company that was coming against Elijah to, to try to destroy him were blinded. They all got blind. Think about that. That God can blind your enemies. God can put blinders on those that are trying to come against you. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Have you gone home? And so he operated in that gift. And, and, so, and so, there are, so, so we're talking about the gift of faith today. Should I wait till next week? And they're talking about the gift of faith today. And uh, I'm going to touch on it because this might, be a long, this might be a long series. But it's good. Why? Because listen, what is the dinner bell for the loss? Have you ever thought about that? Miracles. When, when God starts operating and delivering and setting people free, and they start saying, God's moving in that church. God's moving amongst the people. And when you're out there and you're, and you're laying hands on the sick and people are being set free, what church do you go to? Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? Man, you, you, you're not a normal Christian. Normal Christians are beat up, trying to make it, going through the battle. But you're a victor Christian. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So, so, so the power gifts, the number one, uh, and in the power gifts, there's the, the, the gift of faith. There's the working of miracles. And there, there's the gifts of healings. And so, and so the gift of healings. And so, so in that, you know, the power gifts, the number one power gift is the gift of faith. 
Amen. And so the gift of faith is not saving faith. Amen. Saving faith is what God gives us to get saved. Amen. In Ephesians 2, 8, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from you. It is a gift of God. So God gives us saving faith. That saving faith is only in a window of time. Okay. You might say, what does that mean? In other words, there, there might be an expiration date on that gift of faith. Oh, where are you going? In, where are you going? In other words, you better say yes when God's moving on your heart to receive him because it, it may expire. In, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So in other words, we better say yes before the door closes. You just can't wait. I'll just wait until I'm on my deathbed to give my life to the Lord. No, you don't want to wait there because you may be end up cursing God on your deathbed. Are you hear what I'm saying? You may not have that gift. It's a gift of repentance that God gives to those that get saved. When I pray for people, I say, Lord, give them the gift of repentance. The Bible says when a backslider, when a person is backslidden in their walk, and, and Paul says, perhaps we'll pray that God will give them the gift of repentance. In other words, God has to draw you for you even to repent. Oh, man, it's sober in here today. Yeah. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Somebody say, stay close to God. Amen. I want to stay close to God. I don't want to, I don't want to live on the edge. Amen. So, so saving faith. Then, then, you know, the thief on the cross had saving faith. He recognized that he wasn't right in his actions. He recognized he was a thief. He deserved what he was getting. He recognized that Jesus was the Savior. And he called out to Jesus. God gave him saving faith. And he was saved on the cross. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I'm telling you, God can save you right at the very end. Amen. When you call out to him, saving faith, glory to God. And so, and then there's general faith. And general faith is, is the faith that's imparted to every believer. And that's in Romans 12, 3. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to as God has dealt with every man, the measure of faith. Now, let me just say this. You have a measure of the God kind of faith. Oh, my gosh. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So you're like, okay. Do you know having a measure of the God kind of faith, you can move mountains? Do you know what you can do with a measure of the God kind of faith? How, Pastor, how do I develop it? How do I increase it? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's the reason why you come. You may say, I've heard these stories before. Well, listen, faith doesn't come by having heard. Well, I, I had breakfast yesterday. Do I have to have breakfast today? Well, you can starve this morning. Yeah, you, got, you eat breakfast every day. How many people eat the same breakfast every day? You know, I mean, everybody, some people eat the same breakfast every day. I love eggs. I can eat eggs anytime. Every day, I can eat eggs. Every, anybody can eat eggs every day of the week. I'm telling you, I, ooh, dip eggs. I'm talking about omelets, scrambled eggs. Anyway, hard-boiled eggs, I can eat it all. Shh. 
Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? And so, and so what we need, I, hey, I'll take some faith today. I'll take some word of faith in miracles. I'll take some, I want my faith to be emboldened in these areas. And so as I preach, hopefully you will get a revelation. God, I, I think I might want to walk in some of these giftings. Will you give me this gift to be a blessing to others? Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Desire earnestly the best gifts. Somebody say, what is the best gift, Pastor? Well, we already said the word of wisdom. But the best gift is the gift that you need in the time that you need it. Are you listening to what I'm saying? That's the best gift. Hallelujah. So, so we're talking about this. So general faith. And then we're, we're talking about that, that general faith. Uh, then the next is the fruit of faith. And that's the, that walking in the fruit of the Spirit. And for us to actually walk in the giftings of a, you know, a gift is given, but the fruit is developed. So we have the fruit of faith, and we can operate in the nine fruit of, uh, 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 the, the nine fruit of the Spirit. Amen? Love, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and such that there is no law. So we can operate. That's the fruit of faith. You may have never heard that before. But... Sure you haven't. But I, I have when I'm studying. I, that's the first time I heard about it. But gift of faith is what I'm talking to you about. And it's a supernatural faith that God imparts into someone that, that enables that the impossible to happen without human effort. Now, let me just explain that, what that means. What that means is that God will drop down supernatural faith in our heart. And when we speak it, it happens. In other words, God does all the work. Hallelujah. In other words, the supernatural faith is dropped in our heart and we speak the word, glory to God, and it happens. In other words, what, what, what G, like, just like with the Roman centurion said to Jesus, my servant is, is, is sick and if you just speak the word, he'll be healed. And Jesus spoke the word. That, that, was, uh, that was a gift of faith and his servant was healed that very hour. He spoke the word. Amen. A gift of faith is that when you're walking in it, you're not worried that's not going to come to pass. Have you ever believed in God like, I hope it comes to pass. Ah, you know, you're believing, you know, you're, you're, you're hoping, you're praying, you're sweating it out. But when you're walking in a gift of faith, you're cool, man. You're laid back. You're like, it's, hap- it's, it, it's happening. You, 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 it doesn't matter the opposition. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if it's going down. You know, without a shadow of doubt, God's going to do it. That's a gift of faith. The lady that got cancer in our church years ago that God healed, she said when she had the report and, and they did exploratory surgery and they said there was no hope for her. She probably had about six months to live. Uh, that she would just go home and die. She had this supernatural peace that came on her, and she knew, and she started studying the scriptures. She knew that she would live and not die. She wasn't worried. How many people like, not like to be worried when you're dealing with something? I want that supernatural faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? It's a gift of faith. When, when Daniel was thrown in the lion's den and he didn't do anything, he just went in there and the lion's mouths were shut. And he said, I believe God. He just slept. He used the lion as a pillow that night. Are you listening? He cuddled with the lion's. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? When you're walking in the gift of faith, it doesn't matter if all hell is breaking loose around you. You're going to just keep walking through it with a smile. 
And people are saying, what is wrong with you? I don't know. I just got supernatural peace. You can say the gift of faith is supernatural peace in the midst of a storm. Jesus exercised it when, when they were on a stormy boat and the gift of faith was operating. Somebody might need to be praying for the gift of faith if you are a little nervous in your walk with Christ. God, help me to walk in this gift every day of my life. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? That gift was operated, man, in, in, in Jesus when he was on the boat. He said, we're going to the other side. And there was a storm. And the Bible said Jesus was sleeping. He wasn't even awake. He was snoozing it out. He was resting. He was walking in the gift. Then he spoke, peace, be still. And the storm stood still. It stopped. It was a calm glory to God. He spoke it and God performed it. Amen. And so that's the, the gift of faith in operation, glory to God. And so we, we see that. And so when we're, we're looking at the, uh, the, the gift of faith, and you have uh, the, the next thing is the gift of faith is the working of miracles. And the working of miracles is similar, but it's, it's you and God working together in a miracle. Let me explain. Uh, in the Old Testament, you had Samson. And the Bible says that Samson tore a lion in half. And uh, and so that's a gift. Uh, that's a working a miracle. It's God working with a human to do something supernatural. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So it's 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 man and God involved actually working the uh, the the miraculous. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? When, when Samson killed a thousand people with, with a with a jawbone of a donkey. I mean, that's supernatural. Not a natural man can do that. But, the, but, the, but this working of miracles was him and God working together to accomplish a task. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? That, it, it, Jesus, when, when, when he turned water to wine, uh, that was a working of a miracle. They had to take water. They turned it into wine. They had to do something. Take six water pots. Fill them up. They had, to, they had to obey an instruction. It was man working with God to cause a miracle. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? It's us working with God, working of miracles. Amen. It's it, 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 like when Jesus said, you know, feed the, the multitude. And they said, all we have is a few fish and a few loaves. And what is that among so many? But what he did was he took the fish and the loaves and he broke it and multiplied. He used what we have. The working of miracles is God using what you got. And he multiplies it. Are you listening to me? It's sowing a seed. Believe in God. And he multiplies your seed and gives you a financial miracle. God says, sow into this offering. Sow a special seed. Believe me for, for paying your, your, your house payment today. And I will do a miracle. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And so it's so a working of miracles, glory to God. So you have the gift of faith. You have working miracles. Then you have another special power gift. And this is, uh, this is gifts of healings. And the reason why it's healings, because there's different types of healings. In other words, God can give you a gift to specialize in one area of healing. In other words, one person may be specially gifted by the anointing of God to, to pray for those that have blind eyes. And, and when he prays, the, eyes, the, blind, the blind people see. 
And then somebody else, but he may not have the gift to open ears. Now, there's a natural gift, and there's a natural faith, and you can command in the natural, but then there's a gift of healings, where God will give somebody a, a, a special gift to heal people in different areas. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so and I was thinking, why, you know, Jesus had the, me- the, uh, the gifts without measure and faith without measure. Why doesn't God just give somebody the ability to heal at all? Because their head would be too big. They think they're God. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I'm, I'm telling you, when you start operating the giftings, you better walk in humility. Because, see, God, when he drops a gift on you, that, you know, with, with, with great power... What did they say to Spider-Man? With great power comes great responsibility. And when God gives you a gift, you know, it, it's, it's a gift that you have to use and you have to take seriously. Amen. Amen? And God will utilize, give you a gift of healing so you can set people free from those things. You know, man, I wish I had it all operating up here. But some of it does. I mean, even this week, we had, we had a word of knowledge operating our prayer service today. I mean, on, on Tuesday, and somebody was asking for prayer. And naturally, I have a natural thought of how I'm going to pray. But the Holy Spirit came. I spoke a word in tongues. And then I, then I spoke a word of direction for this person. And I was like, wow. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? I know you want to use the, 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 the gift of knowledge to find out what the lotto numbers are, but God's not going to do it. Amen. That's a joke. Eh? God, give me the numbers to the lotto. Yeah. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? So, so I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to start seeking for the best gifts. I'm going to say this again, that you're more than you think you are. And you haven't even seen who you are. And God is raising you up to be a mighty a person for him. Do you believe that today? We're growing into the place that God wants us to be. Glory to God. I, we're growing into our callings. We, we grow into it. And as we grow into it, God will, re- will release the gifts and we'll be a blessing to humanity. You believe that today? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I thank you for your goodness and for your mercy. And Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you desire us to walk in the gifts of the Spirit. And Father God, I just thank you, Lord, that you're just encouraging the people to have a desire to walk in these giftings so they can be a blessing to the body and to the world. And Father, I just thank you for every person here today, those that are watching online, and perhaps You've never received Christ and uh, you never received the, the, the salvation and you feel God tugging at your heart today. And, and, and you, you know that you need to make a decision for God. Well, I'm going to say this, that tomorrow's not guaranteed. And, um, and so today you need to make that decision. If you feel God's calling you, drawing you by his spirit, ask him to come into your heart today. Say this and mean in your heart. Say, dear God, I believe Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.
We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.